Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Decision Hour with JD and Adam. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. You doing good? Doing good. Doing good. Doing real good. I'm not. I'm not used to being up this early, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's what eleven o'clock. You're kind of a night owl. Actually, yeah. It's, it's about ten thirty. It's probably about ten thirty. <laughs> wow. I remember getting up this. I got up this morning and I saw an email at like three thirty from you and i was like oh it's, he's he's gonna be hurting here in a couple of hours <laughs> yeah I, I actually i sent adam uh an email real quick i said hey call me early and then i left my phone on so to make sure i can get out of bed but the problem with that is on my phone i also get all my email alerts and stuff and the email volume and the alert volume is the same volume as all my calls so, you know, I got I got leads that I've generated from all around the world for my business. Right. And every time somebody opens one, I get an alert. So, yeah, I've got my my alert song is uh, from Pharrell, which is, you know, the I'm happy song. So about every 30 to 45 seconds, that song is going off on my phone. So I was like, yeah, off. I, just, I had to turn my phone off. So the whole call me thing when you did it this morning wasn't going to happen. I'm not too happy right now. <laughs> no, I mean, because it goes off when multiple, it goes, because I'm happy, because I'm happy, because I'm happy. And it just, shut up. <laughs> I want to go to sleep. I'm not happy about this. I couldn't do it. But today we got a great show. Yeah. We have a great show with, with just an extraordinary individual who we're going to bring on in here in just a moment. She's actually on the line and she's listening to the soothing sounds of my voice right now. And But I want to do a proper introduction because she is absolutely extraordinary. We've got Ms. Janine Hernandez as our very, very special guest on the line today. And let me tell you a little bit about Ms. Janine Hernandez. She is a well-renowned author. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, her book here in a little in just a moment. Um, she's a speaker. She's a mentor. She's a just an overall world changer. She does a lot for female empowerment. Um, she was awarded the 2011 Mitch uh, Aiken Mentor of the Year Award. Uh, she's got a master's degree of arts in international business from uh, WIU, Western International University. Uh, her sole purpose in life is basically to impact other women. And, you know, she's she's partnered up with uh, PGP and introduced women's empowerment events. And she does these events all the time. Um, and she is always open to everybody and anybody that just wants help or wants guidance or needs that guidance and she leaves herself open for communication to be able to do that from everybody nice. so with that introduction let's go ahead and let's bring on miss janine hernandez janine are you there hey guys how are you we're doing great it's great to have Good you on the show you on, again. Janine. so janine now i i just did it i don't know if you heard the introduction that i did but i do know that you, that you've written a book you published a book Okay. Yes, I did. Let's talk a little bit about that book. I'm going to let you introduce it. Tell us a little bit about why you wrote it and the impact that you're hoping that the book uh, will have on the individuals for your, your specific target market. Okay, awesome. So basically my book is a poetry book, but it's also um, my thoughts and inspirations and why I wrote each poem. Um, it's called Through My Eyes. And... What I want the readers to capture is like life and my thoughts 
through my eyes at that certain, like that point in, in time in my life. Um, I actually, when I was about 12 years old, I had a vision that I wanted to write a poetry book. And, you know, I tried my hardest. I reached out to a couple of people. I didn't really know what I was doing, to be honest with you. So I finally, at about the age of 22 years old, um, I wrote the book and copyrighted it. But I didn't know where to go from there. So I put my book to the side for six years. And now that I am 28 years old, I picked it back up and I'm ready to publish it. So um, it will be released within the next month or so. And um, it will be released through PDI Publishing, which is my own publishing company. I really didn't want to go through another, um, you know, I didn't want a publishing company to look at my my uh, poetry and tell me, you know, whether or not it was good enough. So I figured, hey, I'll just open up my own publishing company. And um, really what I want is to help other women um, be able to share their story, whether it's through poetry, short stories, you know, um, Christ-like stories or, you know, autobiographies. I want them to be able to share their story. So that's pretty much why I opened up the publishing company as well. And I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of women that want to just impact other women and and help us all, you know, grow together. So. Well, Janine, when you when you talk about wanting them to share their story, are you talking about, hey, you know, my name is JD, I like long walks on the beach, I'm a Libra, you know, something like that? I mean, what 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 type of story are you talking about? I'm keeping it pretty open. Um, I have, you know, I've had certain girls come uh, come to me and ask me, you know, about the book publishing process. Um, some of them have stories through their poetry. So they have stories of things that they've been through through their poetry. Um, some have, you know, business entrepreneurial stories or ideas and thoughts that they want to get across to other women. Um, and then I also have some that want, like they have artwork that they want to publish and get out in a book. So it's just pretty much any way possible and and as far as like stories like I, I do have one girl that I'm working with she has she wants to do an autobiography and it's pretty much a story about her life and what she went through and how she overcame all of it so I'm pretty open to anything as long as it's positive you know I want all positive stories all positive books outstanding and you know I, I can definitely see that becoming a huge success because a lot of people, when when they try to go out and they try to influence people, they they think that they just have to say like certain keywords and you know just you know if they say the right things and then you know they'll be believable. But I'm a firm believer that if you can make people understand your struggles and what you went through and what you did to get out of those struggles, then you can help more people that way is that kind of the route you're looking yes and that's exactly the route that i'm looking and as far as like my book i don't talk a lot about my struggles but i do talk about you know just life in general through my eyes and how i saw the world at that time and and how poetry has helped me you know come up 
get through certain things. So I didn't go too deep into what I have been through, but I, it, it is motivational inspiration as well. Outstanding. Now, Janine, you're also a single mother, is that correct? Yes, I am. How's the little guy doing? He's doing amazing. He's actually in Arizona right now uh, visiting his father, so he's doing great. That is cool. And how old is he? He's seven years old. So tell us a little bit about what it's like being a single parent and trying to also put all this together. Okay, I'll be completely honest with you. It's the best feeling in the world. It is amazing. Um, I've uh, pretty much learned that it's it's a a circumstance. I'm a single mom, not by choice, by default. And I make the best of the situation. So being a single mom and having him, um, he's pretty much my strength. He's like my pillar of strength, and he's what motivates me every day. He holds me accountable. I let him know exactly what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and where I'm going, and how I'm going to get there. And he holds me accountable every single day. And I do everything with him. I refuse to get a babysitter. Um, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the different projects that I'm involved in or business meetings, he comes with me. And and, and that's, that's what's helped me attract a lot of business is I let people know like I'm doing this with him we're we're a team and we do this together and um I feel like nothing can stop stop me as a single mom you know he um he's pretty much on board with everything so it's amazing honestly it's a great journey I love it that's absolutely phenomenal I think it's great I mean I can definitely relate because I'm I'm a single parent uh, as well and have been for about 11 years and I got a 12 year old and I, I'm like Eugene. I, I do not, <laughs> never, never. I don't like never got babysitters, and now he's getting to the point where he doesn't uh, necessarily need one all the time. Especially if I if I know like I got an appointment that's only going to be like an hour or two. Uh, I'm starting to give him a little more leeway and, and some more responsibility, trying to stay home by himself. Um, so enjoy it while he's young, because when he gets you know, 12, 13 years old, they're going to want that more of that freedom. So I know <laughs> now both of you guys mentioned some pretty unique and the fact that you didn't want to leave your kids with babysitters. Why is that? Janine, I'll, I'll ask that to you first. What, why not? I mean, wouldn't it give you a little bit more time? Yeah, it would definitely give me more time, honestly. However, um, he's, He's my number one person in my life, and he's the reason why I do everything that I do. Um, and I don't think, personally, I don't think it's fair for me to get a babysitter and leave him with someone else watching him while I go out and do everything for us. Um, it's a little bit of the mommy guilt, I guess, you know? So I've kind of learned how to work around that. And, you know, if I have if I have a meeting, I'll do them in public places, you know, like a, a park. I'll meet people in parks or we meet at, like, Starbucks and he does his own little thing. But, I, yeah, I just, for me, it's, it's um, I don't want the reason why I'm doing something to be the reason why I don't do it. And I just don't, I, I, I would prefer to have him with me. I don't like not seeing him. I know that it's a sacrifice, but it's working for me so far. If I saw that it wasn't working, then maybe I would try a different route. But no, for now, no babysitter works for me. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. I think when I was working, you know, corporate America, uh, 
uh, for you know many many years uh, up until you know three years ago. Uh, actually, up until about two and a half years ago is when I when I kind of took that leap of faith, if you will. And my and my overall goal since my son was young was by the time he hits junior high, I need to be self employed because I do not. I felt guilty for you know uh, you know dropping him off at six o'clock in the morning to be to work by seven, and then you know working. 10, 12 hours, picking him up, you know, 12 hours later. And by the time he got home, you had enough time to bathe him, feed him, and put him to bed. And and that was a very short amount of time. Uh, so I kind of felt like somebody else was was uh, raising him. And, and now just driving him to school in the morning, you get that extra, you know, 20, you know, for us it's about a 20-minute drive. So you get that extra 20 minutes, you get that extra 20 minutes, you know, picking him up. And driving him home, you know, right after school, as opposed to having to send him to aftercare or whatnot. Now, you know, the four hours that he would have spent in aftercare, I get those four hours with him every day now. So it's like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm making that up. So I, I definitely agree with with you there. And, and with meetings and stuff like that, a lot of them, I do the same thing. It's if I got a meeting and I know I'm going to have my son Chris with me, I'll meet in a public place and or at a Starbucks of, of some sort and. And, and arrange it that way so I can have him along. And now that, you know, he's 12 years old and he's into, you know, he's got his Kindle and he, he, he likes to read. So, I mean, he can, you know, keep himself busy anyway. So but I, I definitely, definitely agree with you. Now you- and, and I also feel like um, our kids look up to us. We're, we are the best teachers for them. And if I were to leave him with someone else, he's going to learn what they teach him. And I, I don't want that. I want to be able to teach my son early on, you know, being young. I want him to learn entrepreneurial skills. I want him to learn how to, you know, meet people and, and be outgoing and ambitious and have a goal and, and present and do all these different things that you don't really learn until you're out of school and you're kind of lost in the world. So. I, I like the fact that he comes with me because he gets to see me firsthand, and he's learning a lot of that. So I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. My hat's off to you. Now, Janine, let's let's step back a little bit in time. You haven't always been this, you know, open, free-spirited person without, you know, a full-time job. At what point was it that you actually made the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to go out. I'm going to start helping people. I'm going to make my own life for me and my son. Well, um, I think I always had it in me, but I've allowed certain situations to hold me back and distract me from my ultimate goal. And I would have to say, I mean, I started to prepare myself all of last year. And, you know, I, I'm a firm believer of reading books and audio books. And I've been doing a lot of like uh, personal work on myself to prepare myself. But I really took on this journey. I would have to say about January of this year, I just really started listening to what I wanted to do, what God wanted me to do. And I started following that path. And anything that got in the way, any distractions, I just would not, I would not even entertain it. Um, so I pretty much, I would have to say where I'm all in, made the decision that it's time for me to do something for myself and my son's future, I would have to say January. And it's, um, I don't know if you guys believe in the law of attraction, but it really oh, yeah. has worked. Um, I've attracted so many people and it's, it's almost crazy. I can't even explain to you certain, you know, situations, but I've met so many people and they're all the right people that are being placed in my lap. And it's, it's amazing. I love it. 
I want to point something out, Janine, if I can, because I'm a firm believer. Years ago, I got really into the law of attraction, and and I'll be honest, I drifted a little bit. I got sidetracked, and, and I wasn't attracting the right things. I'm a firm believer in a law of attraction because it, it can happen uh, for both things. You can attract just as much negativity in your life as you can uh, the positive thing. So it's really important that you... Uh, you the listeners out there, it's very important that you pay very close attention to what it is that you're thinking about uh, and, and can kind of control your thoughts uh, because if you're thinking a lot of negative things, you will attract that. And, and just like Janine said, she's she's had a lot of positive things, the right people, uh, and a lot of great things happening for her, and that's because of the positive thinking that she's doing. So if, if you start thinking positive, regardless of, of what you're going through in life, if you are positive, eventually, that soon enough, that stuff, it does happen and things will make a turn for the better yeah mm-hmm. i absolutely agree with both of you I, I love the law of attraction um i think it's a a key importance to understand as far as <clears throat> especially for your entrepreneurs out there you know is to help you with your target market and speaking of your target market now janine you do a lot of women's empowerment events okay um, you do a lot for, for women in general. Um, let's talk about these events. What types of things do you cover? What can, if somebody were to approach you today and say, you know what, I'm interested, but what can I get from one of these events? What would you say to them? Well, I I don't want to give away too much details because I love I love having it be a little mystery too. But at our um, I, just to speak on our last event, we had five speakers. Um, we all touched on a different topic, you know, like overcoming fear, courage, confidence, and we all spoke about that topic and how it kind of related to our life and our past and how we move forward. So we kind of shared stories with the with the girls. Um, we did an activity where. You know, we have them write down the number one thing that holds them back, and then we we uh, we ripped up the pieces of paper and you know let them know that this is time to let go. We did you know like a good little activity like that. Um, we had music, you know, drinks. We had different vendors. We had a, a girls out there doing you know massage, chair massages, makeup. Um, we had someone out there speaking on behalf of her business. Um, her beauty business. So it was just a lot of fun stuff. It's like girl time, a lot of laughing, a lot of crying, a lot of uh, just different empowerment. And um, all the girls left with good, goodie bags. So each of them left with the gift. And, um, you know, I do get girls that approach me right now. We're working on our next event, hopefully for the fall. Um, we're, we're still working up a theme for it, but um, pretty much that's what our events are, are geared towards. And I know that in the future, we do want to do, um, you know, like school tours, whether it be high school or universities, and possibly like a tour around the, the United States where we do like weekend retreats for, for women. And we just have a whole weekend at a resort, and it's a full weekend experience. So that's what you would get at one of our events. Holy cow! Uh, yeah. Now, now, is it? Do you do you do events just for women, or is it open to anybody that you know just needs to be you know uplifted and and find their direction? The events are just for women, but we do welcome men. I do feel like um, men bring a positive, uh, 
you know, they bring positivity to the atmosphere. It's good also for men to know exactly what we talk about and the kind of things that women go through. So at our last event, we did have a couple of guys there, um, and we got good feedback from them. They were very, very impressed, and they actually liked it. So even though it's geared towards women, we always open the doors for both men and women. Standing now, it sounds like you're a very busy individual, okay? You got you got a lot on your plate. You got a lot of things going on. You got a lot of fantastic things happening for you. What's your day to day schedule like? <laughs> um, I I wake up in the morning, uh, usually half asleep because I don't really sleep at night. Um, I wake up, I read my Bible, and I do 15 minutes of reading. That's even before I get up and brush my teeth. Um, get ready for work. While I'm driving to work, I'm listening to audios or recorded uh, conference calls from the day before. Um, I work 9 to 5 at a, a corporate uh, research company. And while I'm at work, I am multitasking. So I'm working, I'm listening to audiobooks or listening to conference calls. I'm constantly listening to stuff because even though I'm working, I, I do believe that subconsciously I'm getting the, I'm retaining the information. Um, you know, during my lunch hour, I'm meeting up with potential clients or um, doing a little bit of like uh, texting and phone calls just to rapport with different people. After work, I'm with my son, and we go from, you know, meetings to meetings to meetings. Um, and it's pretty much like this all day, every single day. I don't take a break. Um, in there, I do try at least two hours a day to dedicate to my poetry book, my publishing company, the business consulting. It's a lot of different things. I, I have to be on a time schedule. And then at night, I don't really sleep. I probably sleep like three or four hours a night. I have insomnia, so I'm always awake on my laptop, <laughs> working. Well, I can definitely understand that. My my brain usually doesn't kick in until about ten ten thirty at night. In that case, yeah. it's like it was last night for me. I I don't go to sleep until about three or three thirty in the morning. Because I don't know. I I love working more at night. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's quiet. It's peaceful. Even though it's 120 degrees outside here in Arizona, and, you know, it's nice and cool in the house. You know, so I can definitely understand where you're going with that. I mean, even when I'm trying to tell myself I should be asleep right now, my mind is going at 100 miles per hour. Is that kind of where you're at? Yeah, I wake myself up. I think that's why I can't sleep. I wake myself up and I'm, like, writing things down half asleep. Like, yeah, so it's usually because my mind has 10 million things on it. Well, that's not a bad thing. Tony Robbins always says that the best time to take action on a thought is the moment that you have the thought. Yeah. So, and I'm, I love listening to Tony Robbins. I, I listen to a lot of his audios um, <clears throat> as well as, well as quite a few other people. Now, I, I do want to back up a little bit because you said that you have your son um, learning a little bit about, you know, the entrepreneur lifestyle and things like that. What types of things for a, a seven-year-old, right? Seven yeah. years old. Um, what types of things do you put in front of your seven-year-old to get their mind working and get get them moving forward? For any parents out there that are interested and in maybe doing the same thing to help prepare their kids, what type of material are you presenting to them to be able to actually start learning? 
Well, my phone loves my phone, so sometimes, you know, we we look for certain apps that are all, you know, either positive or... He does audiobooks as well, but they're like cartoons for kids, so he likes that. Um, I also get him books, like the Robert, Robert Kiyosaki made a book for children. Um, he actually made two of them, so I got him that. He loves to read that. One of, one of them is a comic book. Um, we did a vision board, so he loves vision boards. I have him cut out exactly what he wants, what he envisions for himself, and then we try to knock all of them out, you know, by the end of the year. Like, we give ourselves a timeline. So we, we do that. Um, he comes to a lot of, like, presentations with me for my other side business that I have. So he gets to see the male leaders um, speaking in front of a room, and he's already expressed to me that that's something that he wants to do when he gets older. So I let him. I actually, he he likes to to speak. I let him talk about anything, honestly. But I record him, and then he looks back at himself, and we critique him. And so we just do little things. I just let him pretty much watch what I'm doing, and I allow him to give me input too. Like he. He knows exactly what I'm doing, and he he reminds me, too. Like, Mom, don't forget to do this, and don't forget that they said at the training you're supposed to do this. Um, we go to uh, trainings probably every two months, and he comes with me at all of them. He sits right next to me. You know, the attention span of a 7-year-old is not that great, but he tries. He does listen, and then when he, you know, he taps out, he goes and he plays a game or something. But... He does the best that he can, and so I, I love it. And he, um, I try to minimize the amount of TV that he he watches. So, which I don't think he really has a problem with it. I rather him do more creative things, so like painting and different things like that. But I like him to exercise his brain more than just sit there and watch a TV or play games. That's absolutely phenomenal. I, I love how you're doing this. Now, I, you know, being single, I don't have any children that I know of. Um, being a world traveler myself at one point. Um, but uh, I love the fact that, that you're getting your, children, your, your child involved, which you actually one of my mentors, by the name of Lawrence Tam, he actually does, um, he has a series of videos called Marketing for Kids. And his five and nine-year-old children, he actually has three kids now, but his five-year-old and his nine-year-old actually take part in the training videos um, for marketing for kids where he'll teach them something and then they'll explain exactly what's going on and, and you know, what the process is like. Have you, have you ever thought about doing something like that? Whereas um, you and your child can put together some videos to help other you know, not only single parents, but uh, other younger younger children get on that path. I have never thought about that. However, you know, I love to do ten million things, so I will add that to my list. Honestly, oh, I'm sorry, and I will definitely try it. <laughs> I haven't slept in four. I'm getting a text from Jadine. I haven't slept in four days. <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff on my list. I was like, wow, this is amazing. No, that actually sounds like a great idea, honestly, and that's. There's a lot of, you know, uh, single moms that are business entrepreneurs as well. So I like to share my story with them because I don't think that you should have an excuse, even if you have a child. So that would be a great way to to show people what we do and how we do it and or show other moms, you know. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I want to back up again because you point out so many great things. I, I, I want to 
put an emphasis on a couple of these things. The first thing that you mentioned, that well, one of many that you've mentioned, is that you had your son do a vision board. And I think vision boards are critical for direction. You know, for, for some for some to aim for, some to believe in, some that you want, some to drive and go get. Explain, like, for our listeners, for those that have never heard of a vision board, explain to them why a vision board is important and how to actually go about doing one. A vision board, um, there are people in this world that are visionaries and they have to see something in order for it to come true. So a vision board, basically you would um, think about what your purpose is, where you're trying to go, where you see yourself a year from now, and you would put it on a piece of paper or a poster board. So whether it be, you know, I want to buy a house or I want to lose weight or I want to do this or that, you would cut out pictures and uh, of a magazine and then you would put them on your board. And these are all the things that you're trying to accomplish. Um, my vision board, I have a house on it. I have, you know, raising my credit score. Um, I have different things on there and I, and I'm telling you it works. It really does work. Um, for a seven year old, it's a little bit different, um, because they're, what they want to do is not, I mean, it's, it's to their, their age level. So, you know, he told me where he wants to travel or what kind of activities he would like to do and, and different things like that. So we put that on his board. He tried to put an Xbox, but I had to compromise with him on that, that we weren't doing that. <laughs> but, you know, um, I just allowed him to tell me what he wants to accomplish this year, and we put it on there. And we we knocked off, I, he had about 10, 10 or 11 things. I think we knocked off about nine of them within the year. So it just gives you like a vision, like, you know, this is what I want to accomplish. So let's, let's get there. Well, let me, let me get an idea as far as one of the goals that you plan on knocking out this year. One of them, I'll give you two. One of them was raise my credit score to 700 and um, be able to buy a house. So I did my my new vision board in January of this year, and I would have to say March. It was only three months into the year. I got approved for a house, and my credit score, within the same week, my credit score went up to 700. Holy cow. So, That's fast. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it's like you envision it, and you keep telling yourself it's going to happen. You keep looking at it, and obviously you have to put in the work. You have to do the certain things to get there but it's motivating you what do you mean what type of work do you do you actually have to put in in order to um basically knock down your goals did you know did you know what you had to do to get there that's what i was getting at. um yeah i mean for for the house and the credit score obviously it was pay off and debt and you know things like that so i had a i had a plan um obviously that was my on my vision board but then I had to do, like, work behind the scenes, obviously. I had to, you know, uh, financially plan out my my weeks and make some payments here, payments there. I had to really, like, be a, a what you would call it a green person and really, like, plan out your financials, your whole financials. 
and and get to that goal. So it was a it was a step by step process. So. Outstanding. Now, again, for those of you that that uh, just got on this podcast, um, you're listening to the Decision Hour with Adam and JD with our very, very special guest, Ms. Janine Hernandez. Now, Janine, <clears throat> give me your ideal outlook for your future. Let's say where you're going to be and two years by the end of the year well i guess a year and a half i just shortchanged you by the end of the year 2016 what is your life going to be like by the end of 2016 i will be retired i will no longer be working for you know a nine-to-five company i will be successful in my um travel business um and my publishing company will have published my book uh, two or three other books, and I will be working on my second book. And my business consulting and human resources consulting, women empowerment, all that stuff um, will be very. How would I put it? We'll be we'll be doing very great. The women empowerment events we will probably by 2016 we'll have about four of them completed, and hopefully one retreat. One of the weekend retreats. That is my life will be very different by then. Well, it sounds like it's very different now than it was just six months ago. I mean, that's absolutely extraordinary. (laughs) Um, And, ladies and gentlemen, look, Janine has actually taught you a very, very good lesson here. Okay, what you want to do? All right, one, you want to do a vision board. Okay, two, you actually want to sit down and you want to write out your vision clearly and concise you want to actually say by this date i will be right here at this place my life will be like this i will have this i will have this i will have accomplished this this and this write that out put it down on paper and post it And every single day you get up, you look at that and you make sure that every action that you take during that day goes toward accomplishing those goals by that exact date. There isn't no, you know, well, I might, you know, be able to do it by then. No, you will do it by that date. You will have accomplished it and you need to speak your world into existence. For those of you that are very biblical, Proverbs 6 and 2 says the exact same thing. Okay? There is a, a, a power, there is an unseen power of being able to speak exactly what you want. And if you truly believe in it, it will happen. Am I off on that at all, Janine? No, you're pretty right on, especially uh, the part about believing if you don't believe that you can do it, it doesn't matter if you put in all the work and you do exactly what your mentors tell you. If you don't believe that you'll achieve it, you won't achieve it. So you really honestly and truly have to believe that what you put on that piece of paper or your vision board is going to come true. And you have to envision yourself already there. Like it's already happened. You're just trying to catch up almost, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think you almost have to take on a childlike mentality. And what I mean by that is because children, and we can learn so much from children, 
and and the, from young children because there's there they still have that innocence about them they're 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 not they don't understand politics and in the world and how corrupt it might be and and stuff like that so it's they still have that innocence and they can still see and and and, and use their imagination whereas as we get older as adults through through life experiences and stuff it's hard sometimes it can be hard to take on that mentality You're like well I, I tried doing that but you know the government's like this or, or societies like that and whatever you have to completely forget about that stuff and focus on the essence of what it is you're wanting out of life and and mm-hmm. and focus on that essence because if, if you allow to drift and 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 come off course by the illusions that life tends to put up in front of us then you're not going to get there and like you guys said believe have faith stay focused on the essence and don't get distracted by the illusions that life throws at you it's so it's so true and and for example like my, my son he tells me all the time he's like mom i wish that we didn't have to go to school today or work and I wish you can, like, you teach me and we can just travel to different places. And I tell him, we will. We can and we will. And, you know, some people are like, why do you lie to him? You know, and I'm like, I'm not lying. Like, it is true. I truly believe that that will happen, that there will come a day where I will be retired, he will be able to be homeschooled, and we will be in Dubai somewhere. You know what I mean? Or France. And that's what I believe. And he believes it, too. He has that childlike mentality. There is no, like, excuse. So you just have to speak it into existence and believe it. Absolutely. And Janine, this has been a great conversation with you. Um, Now, you're currently located in Florida, right? Yes, I am. And you are missing out on all this beautiful Arizona heat. I am telling you. No, thank you. Arizona's the place to go. Forget about Hawaii. Forget about France. You want to come to the desert. This is where we have the fun. This is where it's all at. Um, Jeannie, I definitely appreciate you coming on today. But before we go ahead and close out for today, I'm a firm believer that not only in my blogs, in my videos, Uh, And all the things that I do to help mentor my individuals, especially for individuals from like the Veteran Network, which is a team that I help train and help move forward. Um, I'm a firm believer that if anybody comes to my trainings or anybody that listens to one of our podcasts, they have to have something that they can take away right now that they can put into action. And I want you, Janine, I'm going to put you, put you on the spot here. You are going to give our female listeners, our female followers, you are going to give them a plan of action to take immediately in order to start rebuilding their lives, in order to start creating that change that they want to change. Now, I was going to say give me like three steps, but... I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you take control of this. What will you give our listeners in order to take action on, take massive action on right now, today? What I would say is burning the bridge. And what I mean by that is, you know, male and female, there are people in your life that hold you back from certain things that will either tell you you can't do something, you don't know how to do something, 
will tell you you're not good enough for something, uh, your dreams are stupid, um, we'll try to distract you from what you're trying to do. You have to burn the bridge. You have to let those people go, whether they're important in your life, whether they're family members, friends, for, you know, you have to push that person to the side and stay focused on your dream. And it goes for anything, whether it be a job, a person, a situation that you're in, you really have to burn the bridge. And it isn't until you do that that you're actually going to start moving into your purpose. Because if you constantly have negativity and negative people bringing you down and making, trying to make you believe that you can't do something, you're always going to stay stagnant. So if I have to leave you with a takeaway, it would be burn the bridge, get rid of those people in your life, because you don't need them anyways, honestly. What you want to do is surround yourself around mentors and people that actually believe in what you're doing and push forward. Just keep pushing forward. Anything that distracts you, move them to the side. It's like you know you have tunnel vision, you know where the end is, and go there. Just run as fast as you can. Wow, that was powerful. Amen. That was absolutely powerful, and I thank you so much for that, Janine. And I already have a number of women in my life, females, uh, single parents, things like that, uh, individuals like that, that I'm going to tell immediately as soon as we get this up on iTunes that they need to go on and they need to listen to that message from you. That was absolutely huge. So I thank you so much for sharing that. Um, thank you. Thank you. And I, I would love to hear from all of these women. If you guys want to reach out to me, I love making new friends, meeting up for coffee. I love to travel. So I will be in Arizona and different states. So please reach out to me. I love to hear and connect with, with other women and, and other positive females and males. So reach out to me. How, how will they go about reaching out to you? How can they? Um, if you have Instagram, I'm on Instagram. It's Janine, J-A-N-I-N-E dot H-D-Z 5301. And that's on Instagram. Or you can find me on Facebook. It's Janine Hernandez. And we'll, we'll post that on our on the Decision Hour as nice. well. Yep. Um, Janine, again, it's been a pleasure. We feel, ex- I, I know I feel extremely blessed to have had you on the show. It's always awesome talking to you, Janine. Absolutely. And, and you got to hit us up when you come to Arizona. We can get you in the studio and do another, another show with you. Extremely powerful. So thank you so much for thank being on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You are very welcome. Again, that is the Decision Hour. Our special guest, Ms. Janine Hernandez, single mom, again, author, speaker, mentor, overall world changer. Absolutely powerful. Um, it was great to have her on. I don't know, that was that was that was unbelievable. So Janine, thanks again for coming on. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna let you go. Thank you so much, guys. All right, take care. Thanks, bye. Wow, that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. I can't wait to to get this out and and have you know all all my friends listen to this because the message especially the one about burning your bridges yeah wow <laughs> one of the hardest things for people to do i know because i've done this so yeah. i understand the power of it right um i actually ended a relationship of 10 years yeah 
because of the negativity that was coming from it. And, you know, I let her know. Now, today we're friends, but I let her know that that's, that's not a plan in my life. Right. And, you oh, know. It's I, happened to me several times, and it's, it's uh, yeah, it, it's, 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 you know, people come and go in your life. Um, a lot of the times people that, that come into your life are there for a reason, and, and they're doesn't mean that they're always there to stay. Uh, you're supposed to learn something from that. And I think a lot of it is, is you know, when if you get close to that person and they end up leaving, um, it, it can hurt uh, sometimes. And but the important thing about it is, is, is looking back on that relationship and, and take what you learned from it and what you can do to better yourself and to help others. Absolutely, that was a great show, man. Absolutely um, phenomenal, empowering guest, Janine Hernandez. Uh, again, Janine, we, we thank you so much for coming on. Um, and stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. The, the decision hour is getting bigger and better and more powerful. And hopefully we can reach out to everybody and help you make the decision to change your life. See you next show, folks. Take care. Twice